0: Welcome to Goddess Awakening, the only podcast that uses coaching and feminine energy to rewire your brain and awaken your body so that you can create better relationships with yourself, your partner, and others, and create what you desire in life. And now, here's your host, certified coach, published author, and goddess, Penelope Magulianiti. Hello and welcome to the Goddess Awakening Podcast. I am your host, Penelope Magulianidi, Certified Life Coach. And in today's episode, we are going to talk about quiet quitting. What is quiet quitting and why it's so important to catch it before it becomes very, very difficult to handle. So what do I mean by quiet quitting? Quiet quitting in the workplace is where, as an employee, we disengage from our work while we remain in our position, which means our productivity levels, our morale, and ultimately our company's bottom line suffers but today I'm not going to talk about quiet quitting in the workplace. I want to cover quiet quitting when it happens in our personal lives. And this is when we quietly stop trying to improve our relationship with our partner. We stop looking after ourselves. And generally, is when we resigned from life. And I have watched this happening in my family. I've watched this happening with my father. I've watched this happening with some of my clients. And that's why I believe it's so important to recognize the signs so it doesn't happen to you. And maybe you're thinking, this will never happen to me, Penelope. But I believe... You can probably relate to this if you have or if you had a set of goals or if you had some dreams and you've simply stopped believing or taking the steps to making it happen. And sometimes the quitting is so quietly that it takes place that you don't even Recognize it, and you might find yourself wondering: when did I stop paying attention to what I eat? When did I stop making time for my husband? When did I stop looking after myself? When did I stop believing in me? When did I lose my faith to what is possible in my life? And because it's such an important subject. That's why I would like to explore more the signs of quiet quitting in our personal lives. And I would like to approach it in different areas of our lives. And first of all, I would like to explore in the context of our intimate relationship. Quiet quitting can look like emotional withdrawal. It can look like disengagement, or checking out from a relationship while we are still technically being in it. And this can happen not only in romantic relationships, but also with our friendships and or even with the relationships that we have with our family. And if this goes unnoticed over time, it can lead to a decline in communication, if the relationship is intimate, lack of intimacy, lack of trust, and overall relationship dissatisfaction. This is when couples start saying, we are like roommates, or we are addressing our partners, our best friend, This is when we quit our relationship and we say, you know what, there is no spark, there is no passion. And we stay together for comfort and it slowly kills our spirit and our sex drive. Another area that quiet quitting applies is to personal development. What do I mean by this? It might look like becoming apathetic or disinterested in hobbies, hobbies that you used to love and now you don't even bother or you are becoming disinterested in learning or even in self-improving. And the effects of this type of quitting on personal development are stagnation. Reduce sense of self-worth. You stop believing that you are worthy. You don't believe that you are enough. We convince ourselves that when we are in this state that we are lacking something. And overall, there is this decrease in life satisfaction and fulfillment. Everything becomes dual and boring. And no one and nothing gives us a sense of meaning. Another sign of quiet quitting is our physical and mental health. What this means is that we are neglecting to take care for our physical or mental well-being. And this might mean that we are ignoring some warning signs that our body gives us. Let me give you an example. When I am extremely tired, my body gives me some certain signs. It tells me to slow down. I might have a headache. Uh, My whole body might be in pain. Or I might get angry easily. Or I might become resentful in my work, in what I have to do. And I procrastinate. And when for me, this is the sign that I need to stop, to slow down and look after myself. Because if I don't do it, a lot of resentment will build up, more and more resentment, and then I quit the project that I am working on. This is what I mean. So pay attention to the sign. Don't ignore the warning signs that your body is giving you. Or also, you might be failing to maintain a healthy lifestyle. That's another sign. Or even not seeking or asking for help when you know that you need help. And this can become very dangerous over time. Because if you keep ignoring the signs, it can lead to serious health issues both physical and mental. And quiet quitting also kills our personal goals and dreams. We give up on our goals. We are losing faith in ourselves and in our ability to achieve what we want, to have the dream life that we want, to have the recognition or the promotion or whatever it is our dream that we want it so badly, this quitting could be like continually putting off actions that we need to reach these goals or becoming disengaged completely from then. So when you start feeling unfulfilled, when you start having regrets, when you lose your motivation, all these are signs that you are quitting quietly, slowly, slowly. And the result of all this is low self-esteem. And the effects in our personal lives can be profound. And as I said, it sneaks up on us if we don't pay attention to it. If we are not aware of what's going on, if we are so deep into our disengagement that we don't catch the signs. But the good news are that once we recognize the signs and once we understand that quiet quitting is just a byproduct of our brain trying to keep us where we are, then we can start taking steps to improve or even change Our attitudes towards life. But first, I want once more to help us understand why our brain works the way it does. Our brain, when it comes to taking decisions and controlling the show, it has two parts. Part one is our primitive brain, which is thousands and thousands of years old and it still operates from the time when we used to live in the caves. So anything, even the slightest step outside our comfort zone, this primitive brain of ours screams, danger, danger. It tries to stop us from doing anything new. And it believes that this is how it keeps us safe. And this is actually why many of us quit and we don't change. Because if we allow our primitive brain to be in charge, we will never create the life that we want. This brain seeks instant gratification and it likes to stay within its comfort zone, doing meaningless things because it translates to no harm based on how it operates. But what we want is to operate from our prefrontal cortex, our more sophisticated brain that can take control of the primitive brain and makes it too quiet. It makes it to stop talking. So. If we allow our human brain, that highest part of our brain that evolved over the years, to take control of our lives, we will evolve and we will be able to create amazing things. So our goal should be to keep our primitive brain on check. We don't defer to it when we set goals. We don't leave it unsupervised. That means we become very aware of our thoughts and alert on the messages that these thoughts, thoughts pass to us. And it might sound complicated, but it's actually, but actually it's not. We just need to pay more attention to our thoughts and start questioning the ones that are negative. And it might sound complicated. But it actually is not. We just need to start paying more attention to our thoughts and start questioning the ones that are negative. We don't believe the, thir- the first thought that comes up. we questioning it, especially if it's a negative one. Is this true brain? This is what I love to ask my brain. Is this true brain? I can't do this. Why I cannot do this? And keeps giving me answers. And then I said, Thank you for sharing. And the minute I recognize what it the, this um, primitive brain is telling me, then it stops talking to me. But doesn't mean I have to act on the thoughts that it's throwing at me without observing them, without analyzing them. Okay? So now let me give you some steps. To implement. Now, let me give you some steps to implement that will help you re engage with the aspects of your life that you've realized or you might have realized that you have disengagement. The first step is to become self aware. This means you begin by acknowledging the areas where you are disengaged or where your motivation and interest have waned. I use a great tool to evaluate the eight most important areas of my life so I can see where my life is unbalanced. Usually, when there is a big dissatisfaction in one area, it means that I've disengaged, that I've stopped trying to improve it. So, seeing in front of me what it looks like, it helps me understand what's going on. And this tool is very known, it's called the Wheel of Life, and I will drop the link on the episode notes so you can download it, print it if you want, and evaluate the eight most important areas of your life. Other signs that you need to look for, for quiet quitting in your personal life is lack of enthusiasm. Persistent procrastination. You know that you need to do this thing, but you're finding a bunch of excuses or you are forgetting about it or you are promising yourself you're going to do it tomorrow. This is procrastination. Or apathy when it comes to activities that you used to love or even relationships that used to bring you joy. So once you become aware of where you are disengaged or you feel apathy, the next step is to find out what is the underlying reason for it. This means we try to understand what is causing this disengagement. Maybe it's due to burnout. You might be tired. You might be burned out or maybe it's due to lack of motivation, or it might be unmet expectations, or even personal dissatisfaction. Whatever it is, we need to find the root of the cause. And once we find the root of the cause, we can be more effective and and start dealing with the symptoms. It's like going to the doctor we go to our general practitioner and they start asking a bunch of questions to find out the exact problems. This is how we should also approach our personal life when we believe there is disengagement. Become curious of what's going on. Start exploring why we feel like this. Start asking questions. Is it because I'm tired? Is it because I'm overwhelmed? Is it because I am dissatisfied with my job? Or I feel neglected? Or I don't have any spark in my relationship? Or I don't have any motivation? Or my expectations are what are not met? And once you do this, questioning and once you dig deep inside and you find the root of the problem then the next step step number three is to have open communication with the party involved and if quiet quitting is occurring in your personal relationship what you need to do is to have an honest communication with your partner when we openly communicating our feelings without accusations but from a place of honesty this can be the first step to resolve the problem blaming won't help this is where both parties are willing to try to find a solution and they both know that to bridge the gap that exists in the relationship They both must take full responsibility of their actions. And I'm not going to sit here and say this can be easy, but quietly quitting on your relationship is not easy either. And that's why the first two steps are so important, because before you sit down to have this honest conversation with your partner or your friend or a family member, you need to do the work you need to become aware of your thoughts and you need to find the true cause of the problem. And this is how you're going to approach the other person with the intention to find a solution and not to come up with a bunch of accusations. The next step is to set clear goals. Again, if you quit... If you have quitted on your personal goals, try to establish new, achievable goals. If you come up to realize that you don't want to keep pursuing that goal because no longer is serving you and not because you are quitting for all the reasons that we've mentioned above, then set a new goal, which will give you the enthusiasm and the boost to start working towards achieving it. And make this new goal measurable, make them achievable, make them relevant. Give it a time frame, which means by the end of 31st of July, 2023, I will have achieved this goal. And each day, once you use this model, each day you need to commit to take action towards your goal. If we set a goal and we don't plan the action, then that goal is just a dream. It's just a wishful thought. Again, the clearer the goals, the more easy it will become for you to follow through. Another step to take to stop self-quitting is self-care. Usually, when we are tired... When we are exhausted, when we are overwhelmed, when we are burned out, we quit on doing things. We need to take care of physical and mental health. And this could involve adopting maybe a regular exercise routine. I like personally to 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 walk three to four times a week by the beach early in the morning. I find that I become more productive. I am more calm when I do it. I also practice meditation twice a day, 20 minutes in the morning and 20 minutes in the evening. It helps my mind to decompress, to declutter, and I feel great afterwards. Also, it keeps my stress levels low. And I try to t- pay attention to my diet. I admit that there are times that I, gra- I crave something sweet, but I try not to overindulge myself with sugar. A healthy body and mind can improve our overall mood and motivation levels. And when our mood is good, there is no way we are going to start having thoughts of quitting. Quitting. So, put some music on and do something that is going to relax your body, that is going to rest your mind and keep your spirit in good mood. Now, if you tried all the above and you cannot find yourself motivated, seek professional help. If feelings of apathy, disinterest, or withdrawal persist, consider seeking help from either a coach or or a mental health professional. And lastly, reevaluate and adjust. Life is about constant change and adaptation. What served us in the past may not necessarily serve us now. Don't be afraid to reevaluate and adjust your commitments, your relationships, and personal goals to align with your current needs and desires. It's good to remember that it's okay to take a step back sometimes, but completely disengaging or quiet quitting usually doesn't lead to fulfillment or growth. So it's better to face the issue, understand the underlying reasons, and then take active steps to re-engage in a meaningful way. And if you're going to quit, quit on purpose and out loud and like your reason why you're quitting. Know exactly why you're doing it. I am doing it because this thing doesn't serve me anymore. I try everything. I have communicated. I've expressed myself and nothing changed. Know your reasons. And I want to encourage you to keep going until you achieve the thing that you want. Because when you get what you want, you will become stronger for having that goal and doing whatever possible to make it happen. You will grow. I hope you liked this episode. I hope you find it helpful. And as always, share it with a friend, leave me a review, and until next week, much love. If today's discussion struck a chord and you're feeling ready to make a real change in your life, I would like to invite you to book a breakthrough call with me. This isn't just any call. It's your chance to take the first step towards the transformation you've been seeking. We will dive into your challenges, goals, and aspirations to devise a personalized plan that's designed to empower you to break through the barriers holding you back. Go to penelopimagulianidi.com forward slash let's talk to book your breakthrough call. Remember, the only thing standing between you and your potential is action. Book your code today and let's start the journey together.